This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America, formerly known as the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more by visiting cleanfuels.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. It's report day eve as the Department of Agriculture prepares to release a treasure trove of commodity information tomorrow. The department plans to roll out a new World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimates report tomorrow, as well as a monthly update to its crop production report. USDA Outlook Board Chairman Mark Jekinowski says new information is being used in these reports. Up until now, you know, our yield forecasts have basically just been based on uh, trend analysis, some, you know, weather-adjusted trend. You know, they haven't been based on real data collected in the field. So uh, we're going to get some of that kind of the, the first uh, first taste of some of that real data based on what farmers are expecting uh, or how farmers are expecting their crop to turn out. He says the data released around this time of year has long been critical. The August report is is always an important one because of that new information we get from NAS. And then uh, and then really each report going forward, September, we'll get, you know, even you know, more information based on objective yield surveys, NAS folks going out and measuring you know, yields directly in the field, and then we'll start getting some harvest results. So kind of from now through harvest, uh, every month is uh, is going to be a big new development for us. Stay tuned to agripulse.com for the latest on Friday's report day activity. A heartland state sees trade as a big benefit for its producers. Agripulse's Amy Mayer has more. The state of Nebraska is looking for potential growth in exports. At his Ag and Economic Development Summit yesterday, Governor Pete Ricketts noted 2021 exports showed growth. Corn exports were for the United States up 102 percent, and soybeans exports were up 8 percent. So again, a great year for our exports. Beef, uh, according to the Farm Bureau, uh, cash receipts for beef exports was 11.35 billion dollars, and that was up 18 percent year over year. And Ricketts said looking ahead, young, increasingly wealthy countries in Southeast Asia offer opportunity. And I know that our Nebraska producers can meet their needs. So, for example, uh, we've been talking to folks in both Indonesia and Malaysia. There are requirements there because they're Muslim nations to have halal beef. But we can do that here in Nebraska. We can meet the needs of that consumer marketplace. But Ricketts noted there are other hurdles as well. Vietnam is a beef importer, but right now there's a 14 to 20 percent tariff on imported U.S. beef. Even with that tariff, we've been able to increase our beef exports, which shows there's demand for our high-quality beef. But right now, Australian beef goes into that marketplace with no tariff because of the previous arrangements they have. So I'd like to see that our administration continue to work with the Vietnamese government to get those tariffs reduced and to look for other opportunities to be able to expand access. We appreciate what's been done already. Ricketts said successful discussions have already brought down tariffs on wheat, corn, and pork, so he's optimistic progress can be made on beef as well. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Finally today, a federal judge has agreed to an enforcement delay of a Massachusetts case similar to California's Prop 12. The judge today signed off on a deal to hold off on enforcing the Massachusetts law until after the Supreme Court has a chance to weigh in on the matter. The state's law would ban the sale of pork and veal in the state unless it was compliant with the bill's animal housing requirements. A similar law in California has been challenged by Farm Bureau and the National Pork Producers Council, and arguments are scheduled before the high court in October. The two sides in the Massachusetts case have agreed to hold off on potential enforcement of the bill until 30 days after the Supreme Court's decision. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. 
Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Clean Fuels Alliance America, formerly known as the National Biodiesel Board. Clean Fuels is a farmer-founded trade association representing rapidly growing low-carbon fuels like biodiesel, renewable diesel, and sustainable aviation fuel. For more information, please visit cleanfuels.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting for Agripulse, I'm Spencer Chase.